Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Well, here we are in our new year. I'm sure we are happy to have the year 2020 behind us. And although it took only, what, six days, not even six full days, for us to be reminded of the difficulties that we face in our nation today. The storming of the Capitol was wrong, and we should be grieved by the events that took place, keeping all of it in prayer. I was ordained back in 2002 in a different tradition. And in 2015, I was ordained a priest in the Episcopal Church. And I don't think that I, in all these years of pastoral, as much in the last 12 months, these words. Oh God, how do I pastor your people through this? I was reminded this week of a quote from the author Henri Nouwen, a remarkable man, who said, I am beginning to see that much of praying is grieving. And so it is. As we grieve, let us lift those emotions to our Heavenly Father. Although much of what I have seen and read is not so much praying, but blaming and pointing at others. It is easy to point the finger at this group or that group, at this person or that person. Social media is full of people pointing fingers at others, creating narratives of blame and hate, only fueling the fire all the more. And we have reached a very difficult point in the history of our nation and in our culture. Many things we have taken for granted have become challenged or, or violated. Our Bishop Greg Brewer wrote on the morning after the Capitol building was desecrated, he said, the challenge before us is immense. We have been steeped in a political discourse shaped by lies for so long we as a nation live in two distinctly different realities. The challenge is not merely to get along, but to discover again the common truths that define our common life. As Americans, we have a common heritage that speaks life. We value these truths. We treasure them. However, even more so than our American identities and characteristics, our identity in Christ Jesus as Christians goes further yet, or at least it should. So much of this world wants to distort our priorities, to draw our attention away from God and to interrupt our alignment in Christ. Greed and selfish ambition want to consume us and help us consume everything else in our way. Rage and malice want to empower us and destroy people that disagree with us. Even good things like patriotism can become so consuming that we put our politics and our country before the love of God and the love of our neighbor. But as Christians, our common life in Jesus Christ is defined by our baptism. Today is the feast day of the baptism of our Lord. The first Sunday after the Epiphany is 
the Sunday in the year when the church intentionally remembers that it needs to get all wet in the amazing grace-filled waters of our baptism in Jesus Christ. We need to be drenched, gloriously dripping wet in the baptismal waters of Christ Jesus our Lord. For it is our baptism where we are made one with Christ. We find union with Christ in his death and resurrection. We give up our rights and our wills and our desires for the sake of knowing Christ Jesus and making him known. We renounce Satan and the evil powers of the own sinful desires that, that draw us away from the love of God. And we turn to Jesus as our Savior. That is a recognition that we can't do it, that we fail to our sins over and over, and that only if we look outside of ourselves can we discover a Savior who is defined by love and mercy and grace. To accept Jesus as our Savior is to admit that we need help. To accept Jesus as our Savior is to declare that his sacrifice on the cross was the necessary act to redeem mankind and that Jesus is the propitiation for our sins. In our baptism, we declare that Jesus Christ is our Lord and we promise to obey him as our Lord, not just in the things that we like, not just in the things that are culturally acceptable, but we obey Jesus Christ as our Lord as found in the revelation of Holy Scripture. So that when we read that all the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments, to love thy God with all of thy heart, and with all of thy soul, with all of thy strength, and with all of thy mind, and to love thy neighbor as thyself, we truly live a life of obedience to our Lord not making ourselves Lord of our own lives. To be baptized in the Lord is to become one with the saints, to become unified with the people of God under the banner of the Prince of Peace. And with all of these competing forces in our world, as Christians, we are defined by our baptism, a baptism of death, of injustice, a baptism of Savior, and Lord. To be baptized is to be a follower of Jesus Christ, to be radical, extreme, to be countercultural. Martin Luther King Jr. said these words The question is not whether we will be extremists, but what kind of extremists will we be? Will we be extremists for hate or for love? Will we be extremists for the preservation of injustice or for the extension of justice? Our baptismal covenant declares something similar. Book of Common Prayer, page 305, saying, Will you strive for justice and peace among all people and respect the dignity of every human being? I will, with God's help, is the response. We must remember what John the Baptist said in our gospel reading, saying, I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. 
If we are Christians, then the Holy Spirit is with us to help us, to comfort us, and to guide us. The Spirit of God that is in us brings us together and pushes us to do good works in this world, provoking us to good works. Jesus came to set us free, to save us from the evils of this world and the evils that infect our own hearts. Baptism imparts that freedom, bringing us new life in the Holy Spirit. And if you've never been baptized, come, talk to me. I mean it. Please come and see me. Let's talk about If you have been baptized, consider once again what baptism means. Consider once again the calling of Jesus in your life. And be sure that with the help of the Holy Spirit, that our identity is hidden in our baptism with Christ. For it is no longer I that live, but Christ that lives within me, as St. Paul said in Philippians. Friends, as Christians, our hope is not in this world, not in the things of this world, not in the kingdoms of this world. Our hope is in Jesus Christ. And that hope is made manifest in our relationship with Jesus Christ and made sacred in the waters of baptism. May we truly live and think and talk differently than this world. I conclude my homily today with giving the final thoughts once again to our bishop, Greg Brewer, who I really don't envy his position right now as the bishop of our diocese, guiding all of, our, all of us through this time. He wrote, this words in his reflection. God has given us tools for reconciliation, forgiveness, justice, and mercy. We believe that in Jesus, God has given humanity the capacity to know truth. Let us pray together that God would have mercy on us, open our eyes to know the truth and find ways to serve together and be a people of reconciliation. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.